Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer-tastic voyage. What Bonjour to our bountiful bevy of beautiful and bodacious beer-tastic brewing babes and bros. This is Beer-Tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'm scared. I am your humble host, Kevin. There's Mark. There's I, Justin. I I'm you're not so humble host, Justin. No, that I'm sorry. That was a shout out to one of my other favorite uh, podcasts, Good Job Brain, a trivia podcast. Ah, uh, and they uh, start off each episode with a alertive onslaught of uh, greetings, <laughs> and I wanted to do the same, and I thought it would be entertaining. It was entertaining. It just it took uh, Mark and I slightly by surprise. Yes. Today we have beers from Captain Lawrence Brewing Company. Oh, Captain, is, my Captain. Yes. You can only say that if you stand up on the table, though. D- don't, I don't stand trust up on the table. Yeah, don't do <laughs> The table will be fine. <laughs> I don't know about your ceiling when you stand on it, though, because even <laughs> you will go through it. Yeah. Um, Captain Lawrence Brewing Company is up in the west of the Chesters, just north of the city of New York. For those of you who Elmsford. I've heard that Westchester is the best Chester. They tell us that. I doubt it. I've always thought that East Chester might be better. but Really? I don't know. I just trying to create some Chester beef. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, we haven't done them yet. I went back and I thought, I really thought we had. Nah. I could have swore we had. We've, we've talked about it plenty. Right. But. And we've talked about a couple of their beers. I know we've talked about the Clearwater Kolsch a few times. Um, and I know I've drank plenty of their beers. But these are three beers from them that are kind of their special collection beers that we have. So I'm looking forward to doing them. Um, I've never had any of these three. Have you guys had any of these three? No. I don't believe that I have. Okay. So I'll, get us, I'll kick us off with a little bit of the history of uh, Captain Lawrence Brewing Company. Um, it was founded in by a home brewer. Fancy that. Shocking. Scott Vaccaro. Um, and in August of 2005, they got started... They broke ground for their brewer- first brewery in Pleasantville, New York, and it took it was a five thousand square foot building and a twenty barrel system, which I think is a pretty good sized system to get started on for gigantic, you know. Um, and it took them about five years to outgrow that space. They had five great years of selling beer to the locals and growing, so they moved over to um, out of there over to Elmsford and opened up a forty barrel brew house. And it's an insane. Have you guys, either of you guys, never been there? No, no. I've insanely never been there. huge facility. I've heard from everybody that's went that's been there that it's it's right. Like Considering consider compared to the breweries on Long Island, it's tremendous. I want to make it to their Sourfest. Yes, one of these years that they have in September. Yeah, yeah. Mark. Yeah, I think we so. we've talked about that like every year for the past like yeah. two or three years. Well, they opened up in they opened up their expanded their bigger facility, the one in Elms, Elmsford that we were mentioning in 2011. And then in February of 2014, they knocked down a wall in said facility to open up what they call the Fermento Funk Facility, which is their more expanded uh, sour facility, or which has they they listed on their website some massive sized um, facilities that they have to store these, along with hundreds of wine barrels and things along those lines to store things in. Um, so the first beer that they had ever produced was their uh, Fresh Chester Pale Ale, and I've got to say they have gone so far beyond a standard old pale ale <laughs> to um, to 
everything else that they had. Um, you can find, they are really easily distributed, they are well distributed throughout the Northeast, so you should be able to find them if you're listening to us, you probably are not from too far away. Um, but you can definitely find it, and they are worth drinking. So today we have, um, we have a Cuvie de Castellon, which is a sour ale that was aged in, uh, with, uh, grapes in there, and it has muscat grapes, so I'm having a little bit of flashbacks to the, uh, muscat love, but I'm hoping this is better. We also have a sour red ale, and then what's the last one over there, Mark? I can't see the. It label. is the Captain's Cocktail. Captain's Cocktail, which has ginger and uh, was aged in rum barrels in it. So correct. Yep. None of these are really going to be light drinking beers, but uh, I'm hoping to have really have some interesting, complex flavors come from them. Yeah, I'm fairly certain each of these is going to be a, there's going to be some level of palate assault, like yeah. in a, but in a good way. Yeah, and these are all in the smaller cork and cage bottles. What are these? Two fifties, five hundreds. I think 375. Uh, 375. Yeah, 375. Yeah. There we go. Um, Justin, you have the bottle for the first one. Um, yeah. Can you pass it back this way? Cuvie de Castellon. Yeah. Fanciness. This, um, so they've listed as Cuvie de Castellon is a combination of Belgian-style ale, which has been re-fermented with hand-picked muscat grapes and aged in wine barrels. As the beer ages in oak, it undergoes a secondary fermentation using the wild yeast known as Brettomyces. From our cellar to yours, this beer will age with the best of them. So... This is a gold medal winning at the 2007 um, Great American Beer Festival. And this is from a 2015 batch. So this one's been hanging around for a little while. Yeah. I was looking at the uh, social media icons on the uh, the side of the bottle for number two here. Yeah. And uh, one of them, I was looking at it, I'm like, does why does it have the for? symbol for camping on the bottle? And then I realized it's untapped. Oh. But uh, given the size of it, Okay. <laughs> I was like, why is there a tent on here? Are they saying that this is good for camping? <laughs> sure, why not? Usually they frown on glass. <laughs> so, <laughs> the first one, the uh, the aroma on this is, I, I get I get tart, and I definitely get, uh, like, very light grape juice. If anybody's ever had, like, white grape juice. Yeah, it definitely tastes like, it definitely smells like white wine. Yeah. It, uh, um... Color-wise, it, it's pretty much the color of white wine. There's a, there's a distinct cloudiness to it. When you swirl it, you can actually see, like, clouds move past. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that could be pectin Ooh. from the grapes. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, it's uh That's interesting. This is rip your enamel, rip the enamel off your teeth. Tart. Like, yeah. You know, it's it's not quite checkpoint, Charlie, but it's pretty it's pretty tart. Yeah, it is. T- it is definitely tart. It um. It's 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 orange juice after brushing your teeth hard. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, I definitely get the uh, the muscat grape right. situation in the finish for sure. Yeah, but this is way better than the, the last uh, muscat grape one we had. Yeah, I, I like this a little bit more, but this is still like I still don't like it. No, me neither. There's well, also there's also like a weird funk mid palate on the taste. Yeah, there like, is a, a little a, speed bump action. Yeah. yeah. This one comes in at 8.4% ABV, and they say that you can find fruit and oak and muscat grape. And, um, yes. I think if this is the 2015 one and we're here halfway through 2018, maybe we kind of missed that per- perfect window for it. It's possible. But, what? It's possible. It's possible. But I think it's really definitely interesting. It, um, no, it is, it, it is a complex flavor. And I think if you're a white wine drinker, you might get on this like hard yeah I, I can agree with that i'm definitely not a white wine drinker um i do think that there's definitely a tannic quality happening probably from the uh, the oak 
Yeah. Yeah, I buy onto that. I think it's kind of interesting. I think I like it a little bit more than you guys. Um, but it's definitely an intense flavor. Yeah, it's... I, mean, I said palate assault. I hadn't had it yet. It definitely is. There's a lot going on. And it's like, again, it's not that it's bad. It's just... I don't know that... I, I like each almost each individual individual part of the sip. Okay. But all together, in the in the order that it's happening, I, I don't find it to be overly pleasing. Um, I'm going to give it a pint, though. I mean, it's not... I don't think it's like hot garbage. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just don't think that I'm going to have more than one of these. It's uh, it it's weird, like that that mid palate funk, because like I mm. taste it and I feel like it's going to go like acidically sharp, and then it's like fooled you. Yeah, <laughs> here's some horse blanket. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that would be the the Brett coming in, right? Yeah, it is. It's it, and yeah. it's that's the thing is a lot of times it's when you get Brett in a beer, they're giving you a younger Brett beer, so you're getting. Um, a little bit more of what we would like the, the light funk and yeah. the lacto comes through a little bit more. Yeah, this one being as old as it is, the it's gotten to the point where you're getting that that horse blanket, which I enjoy. But the, yeah, like I said, it's like but Mark said, it's the order. It's my I'm expecting something different, and it's giving me that. Yeah, and it's it's fucking yeah. with me. <laughs> yeah, it's almost got a as I have a couple more of them. It's almost got a little bit of like a cheesy kind of quality to it. Yes. Um. Not texture-wise, but that funkiness. It's got a little bit of that cheesy quality. Roquefort action. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, it's going to probably be a pint as well, just because it's a lot to handle, and I don't know if I'd really want to go for more of it. Yeah. But I think this one, it's it's beer that could be seen just as as complex as any wine. Like oh, and for sure. Now that I mentioned cheese, I want to pair it with like fruit and cheese. It would be yeah. It would actually be really good with um, some fresh purple grapes. I think. I think that would that the that would be yeah. kind of a counterpoint, a little more sweetness. What do you think, Mark? It's a tasting for me. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's just just throwing you off too much with that. Yeah, and and also I think it's also partly the the muscat grape juice. Yeah, like wine isn't really my thing, and I. Thing. And just no. I think that's contributing to, <laughs> just, to my You're distaste. just shaking your head really hard. I, I've, I've, I've had plenty of, like, you know, hybrids where, you know, it's a beer with, like, mm-hmm. you know, a large portion of grape juice. Right. And I just don't, I don't like that combination. Yeah. It's, um, I can understand that. But, um, to be honest, I did not go up there. I, I was, uh, I stopped there on my way home from a trip to Albany. And my intent had been to stop in to see if I could get some of the Fudgy the Whale beer. Oh, yeah. Which well, is still my intent in life. Uh, you'll have to wait till next year when they make it again. <laughs> if they do. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like printing money. How can they not make it? You know? I hope they do. Um, and to be honest, I got it. First off, even though it's a giant building, it's the back of the facility that they're in. And so you pull in, and there is no real like recognition that the brewery is here. Really? Except for a po- except for a banner that's attached to the fence, that is like a map of the co- of like the complex, and you see the Captain Lawrence logo in the back corner. So like you're pulling in, and you look like this. Ooh, holy fuck! Damn, that one was loud. <laughs> um, that's the first time I've heard a cork that loud and not not followed by an eruption of beer. Yeah. So I drove into the facility, thought I was in the wrong spot, left, drove about a half mile down the road, turned around, said I must have missed this, and came back. Um, but then I got very distracted 
by all the beautiful bottles that were like the separate cooler of just aged stuff and sour stuff. Yeah. And I just got completely distracted. Didn't even ask about fudgy. <laughs> and I was like, I just want that one, and I want that one, and I want that one. And I think you were there the day before the next fudgy release, anyway. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh my god, the second one is like sex in a glass. Like you look at it, it's the prettiest thing. Is yeah. that like one of those lady drinks that they sell in the test tubes? No, <laughs> no, that's sex on the beach, Mark. Oh, yes, very good. Oh my god, it was it's a joke, buddy. So pretty. It was a joke. I, know. I was you were you sold it so well. I was confused. So the second one that we're going to drink is the Barrel uh, Select Red, which is an American Sour Ale aged in select oak barrels. And good news, it warned you that it was contents under pressure. <laughs> thank, well, thank God, because um, it looks like Mark, well, I mean, Mark clearly clearly did read that, because he didn't let it, let it get away from him. That was fucking strong. You didn't have to twist that hard, huh? Like You just kind of like put a little twist on It was on like that. a quarter turn. <laughs> <laughs> this beer you're holding is... In your hand is the result of a lot of time, patience, and experimentation. It took us years to build up enough of the reserve of this barrel-select aged beer to release it to you. The result, a tart, oaky, uniquely drinkable beer. And that is... Um, other than that, as far as information goes on it, do I have any more on the... The Select Red um, comes in at 6.5% um, ABV, 15 IBUs, has an OG of 14... Um, Columbus and Crystal hops, and two-row wheat, Crystal, and Munich oh. in the grain bill there. The uh, the head on it is, like, super fine but thick. I mean, it stays around forever. I think you're a bit more, uh, you Aggressive. gave yourself more of a judge's board than I did. But even yours, when you poured it, it yours maybe not didn't stay. Oh around. no, yeah, the, the head is the head is sticking around, but. I've been, I've been swirling mine right. on and off, yeah, too. Yeah, my, so. my head is not as thick as yours, is all I'm saying. Nice. Very, get a very light version of the of the tartness from the last one. Yeah. Um. Not much else. Maybe a tad bit of sweetness. I like the brewed in yeah. New York brand that they have on the label. Like, yeah. I'm like, that's a good one. I think that should be used more often. Like some, like a grainy sweetness also. Yeah. There, there's a little bit of spiciness in the aroma. I, I mostly get sour right now. My uh, my sense of smell is a bit off. So. I don't get a ton of sour. I get a little bit of spiciness in there. I guess, yeah. Almost, I, uh, not s it's not cinnamon or allspice, but it's uh, kind of just generic. Like, like maybe mace. Yeah, like mace or gingerbread kind of thing. Yeah, no, I, I can see what you mean on that. Yeah. But I, I also... Uh, but there is a there is a significant uh, sour smell to it as well. Yes. Yeah, uh, flavor-wise, that, that, honestly, that, that significant sour flavor doesn't follow through. I got a lot more funk on it. Um, yeah, oak, it's really it's nowhere near as tart as the uh, the first beer. No, I I get a lot of that spiciness to it. Do you guys get yeah. like almost like spice cake? Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely has that. This is amazing. I'm digging this. I don't know. Uh, Justin is really thinking hard about this. One. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's uh, it's one of the weirdest things I've ever I've ever drank before. It's got this weird. Uh, I don't want to say astringent, but it's got mm. this quality it's leaving on my tongue that is odd. Well, that, that's the the spice character that Kevin's referring to. Yeah, yeah. I'm really digging this. To me, it all tastes almost like like spice cake. Like it tastes like liquid spice cake to me. Yeah, that's what's no. in my head. Um, I I can't I can't articulate it know, any better than I that. I was expecting more sour. 
it definitely smells like it's going to taste much more sour and yeah. it's just not there in the flavor i wonder if it's just that the um i wonder if it's the oakiness that is cre- the oakiness kind of creates a little bit of that uh that vanilla feeling that you would get almost like the vanilla frosting to a spice cake to me yeah like i have that image in my head now so now i'm kind of like filling it out um again though that sourness like when I looked at the label and I read sour red ale, I was thinking kind of like their take on a Flanders red. That's what I was expecting too. And, and it's definitely too. not what I taste. No, it's not at all. Um, I find it really intriguing. It's not sweet, and it doesn't have that almost that. Um, it doesn't have that fermented sweetness to it. It's really an interesting beer, and to me, really screams to be a. Um, screams to be like the the campfire sipper beer yeah you know that's that's what i'm getting out of it um justin you still really seem really confused and concerned by this beer yeah i don't like this really even a little what is it that's that's not appealing to you well i hate spice cake number one okay and number two it's not sour at all to me no there's no sour it's it's not sour like i want a sour beer it's not sour it's just a spice it's a spiced beer but the thing is they don't list it doesn't list it as a spiced beer so i'm wondering where the fuck it came from (laughs) okay you know what i mean like all of the ingredients were basically listed that were in the beer and none of that would indicate that it would taste like this so again it has to be from the barrel there has to be something cool going on with the barrel or interesting to, to put the fla- put that flavor through which would, is totally fine yeah i would imagine yeah. i would imagine that it's uh oak character yeah yeah so you just want it relabeled so that they're not so you don't feel lied to no i mean again, don't get me wrong it is sour if you gave this to someone and told them it was a clean beer they would go this is a sour beer right but it's not it like you know when in the in the classification and forget about comparing it to the first one the first one's like as sour as it gets yeah this one is like training wheels level sour but it it, it, but it's way more of a spiced beer than a sour beer, so it's not like what mm. I was expecting to drink at all. Yeah. Also, just like I said, I I don't dig like spice cake is nasty. Okay, <laughs> I see. I'm gonna I'm on the complete other side right. of you from that. Like, it's actually one of my preferred cakes, like that. And gingerbread is another thing that I love. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> You're just like, no. no. Take it away. Yeah. Take it yeah. Away. Th- th- this is kind of his nightmare right here. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the thing. I, when he first, when we first found out the next beer, which we'll get to in a minute, which is ginger and rum, the first thing I thought was, ah, oh, fuck, ginger. And then I heard Asian rum barrels, and I went, oh, son of All a right. bitch. <laughs> well, considering how many times we've tortured Mark with citrus and uh, oh, I'm citrus and stuff. I'm fucking down. Let's drink. Let's drink it. I'm, I'm in. But like, let's 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 get some ratings on uh, on this one. So you going with a taster on this? Yes. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't want to give it a taster because I think it's a really well made beer. But I, I there's no shot that I'm going to have any more of that like ever yeah. again in my whole life. Like I'm going to etch that into my memory and make sure I never open another bottle like that again. Jay right, with just, the tea. Just remember because they have four beers that have a very similar label. They have black, gold red and green yeah so don't knock out the other ones maybe try the other ones before. okay just don't want you to just have like you know nom flashbacks when you see <laughs> when you see that like white label come out and be like oh god no. yeah yeah how about you mark what are you thinking on this one uh i'm going to go with a pint on it yeah yeah i just i don't love it and the the aroma and the flavor don't really yeah. like mesh well in my mind okay it's it, it's just not really my thing yeah. It's not bad. I just I don't drink it and say it's really good. I want another bottle. Yeah. Um I think I'm clearly enjoying it the most out of the th- the three of us. Yeah. Um but still I think it's only going to be a pint for me. Um just because I doesn't 
it doesn't hit any note that makes me really want to go crazy for the next pint of it, but I think I would really enjoy the one that I'm the one that I'm having of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, it's, it's interesting. It really is interesting, and I'm I'm surprised and just so out of character. It, it was so different from what I was expecting on, after reading the label. Yeah, it wasn't that wasn't even in the ballpark of what I would have expected. Um. You know, again, especially with beers like this, we, in theory at least, I, you know, Captain Lawrence is probably, they're probably fairly similar, but you could open another bottle of this and get, you know, a little, little less of the spice, a little more of the, the, um, the tartness. Hmm. I mean, it's not going to be so vastly different. It's a different beer, but yeah. um, there's at least some definite variation in, um, yeah. in what you're going to get bottle to bottle. I will say, as I finished the, my sample, I definitely had more of the sour quality come out. In kind of at the end of that sip. Whoa! Damn, Ooh, son. There we go. Ooh, we got the nice foam, the nice uh, smoke coming out. Yeah, of it sip. was like uh, liquid nitrogen. <laughs> like that. Get a little water. Wash out my glass. Yeah, here. I gotta clean this out. So yeah, the next one is uh, interesting. This is uh, a from their barrel age series. It's uh, as we alluded to before. It is ginger aged in um, rum barrels. Rum barrels, which I've had a couple of rum barrel beers. I tend to like them. I yeah. do like rum. Um, wow, that's dark. That's fucking cool. Yeah, it really has that molasses dark, dark color. I love the smell on this. Um, I can't wait. Um, and this one comes in at seven percent ABV. Yeah, the uh, the head on that's pretty too. Yeah, it has that. It's. Big bubbles. Surprising, it's big bubbles and surprisingly light color head for how dark the beer is. I feel like when you get a beer that dark, you usually expect to have that dark tan head too, but this is a very light color head. Yeah, the, the color of the head really depends on whether or not there's rose barley in the grist. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, just clearly just looking at the how dark the beer is. Like, if you took away any other information about the beer... And you said, ooh, there's something that dark and then that light, it's just a contrast, that's all. Yeah, no, no. Um, but... I yeah the the aroma on this is Ooh. it's rum yeah <laughs> I would I would imagine they use some pretty fucking new rum barrels on these because they they sucked all the rum out yeah you get the rum but you also get like really strong like dried fruit like raisins or fig yeah, yeah raisins prunes yeah currant yeah you know you get all, you get all those uh all those ones oh man Woo. it's rum. It's just rum. It's not really beer. It's just rum. Basically, it's rum. I like it, and there's like a nice, gentle warming on the the back end. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, um, I don't get a lot of the ginger though. Maybe some spice from the ginger, a little bit in the aroma. And a yeah, the, the ginger is definitely not prominent, which is a win for me. Um, uh, but it is, you know, but it's listed. It, it, this is what? What you said? There was only seven, two. Only no, just seven. Just seven. Yeah. You drinking this? I would. This was. I'm like fourteen. Would, yeah. <laughs> this one tastes really. It doesn't have that alcohol. I'm sorry. It doesn't have that alcohol heat. Like where you like, oh shit! Like it's, but it, the it gives you a very spirit. Yeah. Yeah. You can definitely pick up the rum without yeah. looking for it. Yeah. It initial taste and smell kind of makes you think it's going to be one of those big. Um, big barrel-aged beers that are just really strong. And then you take the sip, and it's not. But it definitely has that dark rum quality. This is not light rum. This is not, uh, you know, this isn't, you know, stuff I'm going to mix in, a, you know, in a fruity drink. This is this is dark Sex and stormy, dark, rich, 
molasses rum. Dark you know? Stormy, damn, I love this. This is pirate rum. That's what this is. This is fucking <laughs> yeah. pirate rum. Yeah, this is some shit you you dig up on a beach when you're when you're malnutritioned. Yeah. <laughs> you know, why is the rum gone? You know, and I, and I like this. I, I like the the captain's cocktail. You, it, it almost has that idea of like, yeah, this is this is the captain's select that he keeps on the side. You know. You, you don't get the only the first officers get this one. The rest of the schlubs they don't get to see this shit. And even as dark as is, as it is, it's clear as hell. Yeah, it's very clear. Um, I think it's pretty tasty. I'm I'm into it. It it's a sipping beer again. I'm you know I'm in my in this sour mode and I'm waiting yeah. for 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 something sour. And obviously I knew even ahead of time that it well, wasn't. I, well, this one yeah. doesn't. Isn't, no, it's not isn't a sour, sour beer at this all. This one doesn't even it's pitch just, itself yeah, as it's sour. Just, this just, just a barrel. barrel. Right, right. I was just in the mode. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like my brain. So it was a little bit. At first, I was a little like, "Wow, this is not what I expected at all." But like, it, it, it yeah. it's exactly what it should be. Especially like you said, the name Captain's Cocktail is like a yeah. great name. It yeah. does taste like a cocktail. Yeah, it tastes kind of like a uh, a beer and spirit cocktail. Yeah, if you've ever had one of those. Like it, it, it has that that vibe to it. I feel like I completely bombed on the order of which I should have. We should have put this in. You know, no, like, I, I mean, feel like we should have gone I, like two, three, and then to one. So yeah, yeah hi- one in hindsight, yeah, but ha- but have a fuck. But, but by the labels, known. I feel like, yeah. oh, okay, I did no, all right. Right, yeah. it was the best guess you that know? we could have made. Yeah, we uh, couldn't do much better than this. Believe me. Um, Ooh, and, and we also put this one last because you know it's, J- Justin is not a fan of ginger at all, and we yeah. didn't want to blow out his palate for the other two. I have a feeling that I am getting the ginger just in a level of, of I say heat, not like habaneros, but just in a level of like warmth, warmth and yeah. spice. It's still heat. It's yeah. not the same as capsaicin, but it is. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's there. Yeah, but it's not. It's not ginger drink. Yeah, I. I yeah. I, I, it's funny. At first, when I started drinking it, I wasn't that into it, and I don't know if I'm just hammered now. I fucking love this thing. I re- I like yeah. it a lot. Yeah, this is really good. And as it warms up, it keeps getting better. As you said, it's yeah. a sipper, right? But I'm gonna sip my way through a bomber. Nice. Yeah, I could. Uh, I'm gonna get behind it. Like the the bomber. I'm gonna double you and say the bomber as well. But the um, you know, it's it's in the same thing. The uh, three seventy five. The three seventy five, and I have a feeling that like. After I get through that, I probably would be like, I don't know if I can drink more. Yeah. But I want to. I have a feeling I would get through this, and I would be like, uh, I need to eat all the things. Yeah. But this, uh, this is definitely, um, th- this, is, this is, as the weather starts to turn cooler, I'm going to want this more and more. Did, uh, did we read this? The side I did this? not read okay. the side of this. You want to read it Yeah, first? this is pretty cool. So sometimes we have the, we have these little experiments that are so exciting on their own, it's a waste to make them part of a big sour or barrel-aged blend. So we tuck them away and wait. A brown ale aged six months in dark rum barrels with fresh ginger added for a little kick. The final beer for brewer Anthony Perillo before he entered the police academy. Well, so... Officer I mean, Perillo, thank you. Yeah, yeah. This, this is awesome. uh, but I mean, that's funny. It's pretty much we didn't know any of that. But yeah. That's pretty much what we came up with. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I could, we could have guessed brown ale, especially from the color. Uh-huh. Um, and the the fact that we were like, wait a second, this was had to be dark rum number yeah. one. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, that's pretty pretty uh, funny. Well, I don't think I've ever seen. Um, well, obviously, yeah. You've never. You you're never gonna see beer in a light rum barrel because light rum doesn't go into a barrel; it goes into stainless steel. Exactly, and that's what keeps it light. Right. Um, but it's not a spice. It's not a spiced rum either. Like I don't think no. they put it into. Uh, well, it didn't go Captain it, Morgan. Yeah, it didn't go into Captain Morgan. <laughs> right. Which would probably create something very similar. I feel like if you did that too, but um, that's a different project. I, I might I might have to try to redo that and. Uh, 
for Captain Morgan in some in some white oak. The, the, the um the ca- Captain Morgan, the private st- stock, the ca- or Captain's Reserve or something like that. Yeah, you know the one I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. That one's a really good rum. Like you don't need to mix that rum. Like you you can sip on that rum just separate, and it's really tasty. That sounds pretty good. Um, for me, I, I like I said, I'm gonna go with a bomber as well. Like I really want two of them, and I'm gonna enjoy hanging out drinking these beers. Where do you fall on this one, Justin? I'm also, you. I'm also going to be a bomber, um, which is surprising for me when I first tasted it. I wasn't like super into it, but as I drank it, a lot of complexity came out. I started to get a little bit more of the ginger as it warmed up, and um, I think that uh, it was a super well-made brown ale that they, uh, they did something cool with. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like this is not necessarily... This isn't really representative of what you're going to find from Captain Lawrence like in your supermarket. No. Yeah, no, um, you're not getting any of these at Whole Foods. You're, yeah. You'll be lucky to find some of these in the even the in a, in a good uh, distributor. The, yeah, the better distributors. Um, I feel like um, I have the glass from Kraft, uh, you know, and say cheese. Like I feel like you might find it that you could find something like this maybe. at one of these, yeah, maybe. one of those kind of places. Um, but they're all really interesting, and I'm glad, and I'm I'm glad that we got a chance to try them all. I mean, what's amazing to me is they have a huge facility. They could easily make six beers, make a shitload of them, yeah. ship them all over the place, and probably make maybe make more money. Yeah. But they instead make very unique things, um, smaller amounts of them, and then uh, just screw around with them, like putting them in rum barrels and everything. Yeah. It's pretty incredible, especially from, the, like you said, the size producer they are. Right. The um, Yeah, like I said, the facility is really nice up there. They have a big outdoor space with lots of picnic tables. They have a uh, like a food stand. It's not a food truck, but it's a food stand that they sell food from. They have a big tasting room. They have a bar where you can go and walk up and order your stuff. And then they have a full like dining room kind of size area where you can sit down and hang out. Like it's a big facility for just tasting. And then you look back and you see, you know, pallets upon pallets of kegs. <laughs> you know, and you're like, whoa, all right, yeah, you guys are doing some work here, huh? That's awesome. You know. Um, but again, like I said, you may think you're in the wrong spot if you go to visit them, but they are there, and it's only a, like a few minutes away from the Tappan Zee Bridge, um, and only a couple minutes off the highway, so it's worth making the stop. Um, you guys have anything else you want to think about with uh, Captain Lawrence? Want to mention anything? No. No? no? All right. Well, then, uh, cheers, everybody, and uh, let us know what you think if you try them. Cheers. cheers. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.